quarter past seven Saturday Boy. night and I'm in Santa Monica in my small little apartment and I just sent you a picture of the most beautiful sunset. I know, it was amazing. I'm just going to look at it again. Yeah. This that, is like, I want to put this in the show notes. You should, actually. Just a note to the editor, me. <laughs> put this image, image in the show notes at 46 seconds, whatever we're into. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful picture of that you would see. This is like the classic photo from Los Angeles, eh? Those yeah. tall LA palm trees with so. the blue blue sky with the golden sunset yeah. over the west coast. Yeah. Oh, is it west? It is west coast, isn't it? it Pacific is, yeah. Ocean? Is that the Pacific Ocean? Pacific, oh yeah, Pacific Ocean. Yeah. yeah. So that's... Is that coming down? That's coming down to our east coast. Yeah. We share the Pacific, yeah. It is. Mm. And I've been seeing that every day this week. And it has it's it never fails to like amaze me just how magical it is. And it was even there on the first day I arrived. I seem to have brought New Zealand's weather with me because it was raining, but the rain cleared and got that beautiful sunset. So it's been a nice vista. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, so we've actually been talking for about an hour already, haven't we? About we stuff. sure have. <laughs> yeah, we have. And it's all, it's all pretty exciting. You've been over there doing your mastermind with Jill. Yep, and it was the like the event itself. Like we had one session, and with that session, I'm like, this has made it totally worthwhile. Like coming to the event, and this is the thing with, you know, when you're in a like a business sort of like mentorship or mastermind, and a lot of it is run through Zoom and whatnot, you forget the power of just being in the same room as people, mm. and you just you share the same energy, and it's almost like you get that of an innovative thoughts. Just you're like you're free to sort of think much more innovatively and creatively, and. And, and it's been such a good, or it was such a good two days. And Jill runs an exceptional event. Like we're at this, a place called the Oceana Hotel, which no one stayed at because it was a thousand bucks a night or something. Mm. And, and the food there was amazing. I looked at the menu for breakfast. You could get an omelet for like $33 US. Quite a bargain. That's yeah, a real look, bargain. A good omelet. Well, they have, have you noticed this egg, egg shortage that I keep hearing people who in the States yes. talking about? Yes. I couldn't believe it. I arrived and that was the first thing I heard was the egg, about the egg shortage. And I thought, again, this is just a New Zealand thing. Clearly not. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. so there's no eggs. There was no eggs in Countdown the other day. Yeah, no eggs at our Countdown today, according to Hubster. Wow. It's wow. a little bit like, it's a bit depressing when you think about that, to be fair. Yeah, it's weird. I find it yeah. weird. We've gotten to that to that point. Yeah. So the event itself is always it's always really like it's it's a bit nerve wracking initially because you're going into a room with people you've only met on Zoom and you're not quite sure what the energy and what the personalities are going to be like. But there are like eleven of us there. One person couldn't make it because the weather was rubbish and she couldn't fly out of Dallas. And then and it's a full on day of learning. And then you go to dinner. And then you have another full-on day. And then we had a dinner out with Shantae, who you just uh, had a watch to sort of ed her educational stuff on Instagram today. So 
a really big two days on the back of, of course, launching my shredduary edition of Mondays Matter, where I had lots of social media time, Instagram lives, sending out emails, responding to messages, onboarding people. So it was a full-on week, actually, which was awesome. But tired now, though. Yeah, yeah. That's good, because I've been thinking about you doing that, like how you really, you know, you went over there at the same time that you were going to run this stuff. And it's yeah. actually, it's probably it's probably better to do that as opposed to going, oh, we'll just separate these two things so I'm not distracted or whatever. But then just the amount of momentum that you can lose if you if you put those things off, even for good reason, like so you can focus on this. And yeah. it's always just, you know, having all of those different pressure things. And then it may, and then also it's like, yeah, but that's how that's how you end up wanting you want your life to be like that so you can continue to do all of the good things, all of the things at the same yeah. time without having to like, I can't do this while I'm here doing that because it'll be too much or whatever and just learn how to learn how to handle all of the things at once. Well, and you know, people talk about balance and as business owners, it's, you almost can't, like the idea that you separate work from life isn't almost a thing sometimes. Like I don't want to separate my work from my life because in a large way, my work allows me to have the life that I've got, you know, like, or it does, but you know, like also I love a lot of what I do, most of what I do as well. So I think there's this, I think the idea that you can separate your work from your life, or if that is your goal then and you're a business owner, then and you're a, an entrepreneur and you, you know, you, you work by yourself essentially, yeah. then you're almost that they're competing things. And I think you need to probably evaluate that. So for me coming over here, spending the five days before the, before the event here, whilst I was launching was quite good because I was not distracted by my normal life actually, because mm. it's just me. And so I had plenty of stuff to do, whereas I could have felt the competing responsibilities of being at home, doing home stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then also it's like, it's actually not like not separating it, but just being more on a car, like a smaller compartmentalised, like a more micro level. Yes. It's like this hour, I am actually breaking things up and going this hour's for me. Yeah. And then next, this next half hour is for the business. Not like this whole weekend is for me, or this whole week's for yes. me. Because that, I mean, that's just never that's never going to work if you want to be doing more than just having a job and a personal life or whatever. Yeah. So just still like, what is it? When you're doing something, then you're just doing that thing. Yeah. But it might only be for 20 minutes before yes. you move on to the next thing, or it might be an hour, you have longer things. But, yeah, so you're still separating your things and people say that uh, yeah you don't it's about attention so when you're giving yeah. one thing an attention you that you're giving your your all your whole attention to it until you're giving something else attention but you just got lots of different things throughout your day and week that you that need your attention but I think the more you the more you have to juggle stuff like that the better you get at it I just get into this bad habit where I'm trying to do all the things at exactly the same time. Mm. And that's when you that's when you get all messed up and you're not doing anything. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, well. I know. I know exactly what you mean. And I also, I think it's worth pointing out that doesn't mean that 
you don't have boundaries around your sort of customer facing time. Mm. So just because you might be working at eight o'clock doesn't mean you have to be responding to texts from clients at eight o'clock. Like, or even um, looking at your texts. Yeah, totally. I have this lovely lady. She's so lovely. Texted me three times the same question last night. So New Zealand time Saturday, Santa Monica time Friday, asking me a quite a specific question, which would have required me to go back into my notes to find this out for her. Yeah. That's not boundaries, is it? She's lovely. She's not going to be listening to this, but that is not boundaries. No. <laughs> yeah. She might, you never know. You yeah, never she know. might never know. But anyway, on the whole, it was really great actually to be in that environment whilst I was launching because they were all people who understood and got it, like the sort of the frenzied sort of the way that you can feel. And then also come away from the the event feeling like I was scratching the surface of the potential of how I can do things rather than that I've absolutely reached a ceiling and I'm tapped out. Yeah, exactly. That's what we were talking about before. Like you've grown, you've grown your, this thing that you've been doing, Monday's Meta. Yes. What is this, number five or six or something that we've grown? Oh, no, this will be number nine or ten. You're joking. No, <laughs> no, time is like blowing because it was May 2021 was the first one. Oh, right. Yep, yep. Oh, yep. excellent. Oh, yeah. we've been smashing it. I know. Then, yeah, and every time, well, I was going to say every time we've grown, but have we grown every time if we've done nine or ten? Were some of the earlier ones similar? Or have we... Oh, they were, yeah, so I was thinking about that. So they have the the first and in the first year, they were quite similar. The first one was my smallest one, but I was amazed at it. And then it, and then it stayed quite similar across 21. 22, what we, we were, we sort of started the year and then had a bit of a bump in the April, May, had a little bit of a bump in September, had a little bump in January, or oh, sorry, December, and then this one here more again but it's been quite it's been a linear but quite small it hasn't been some massive stepwise sort of shift which is where I can see there is potential to change things where we might actually get like see that which is quite awesome yeah and we've just been talking about stuff like growing your overall audience so then the next time we do it we'll have more people to sell into because looking yeah. at all our stats from the ads and all of that stuff like do really well selling to people who have been exposed to you for a while, like weeks or months or years or whatever. So, yes. And what we haven't really done is made a like we we do a really good build up to the actual launch, but what we haven't really done is gone straight after one of our previous launches is to do a really concerted effort of growing that that wider audience. Uh, yeah. So it gets, has a bit of time before the next month or even. Yeah, but we really should be considering like if we're going to go off and grow your bigger audience now that, that know you, is to really think about that to maybe not even the next program, but the program after or the program after that, you know, it's like, and then once you get, once you get that cycle going, it doesn't really matter yes. whether you're talking about the next program or the next program after that, because we'd already been doing what, you know, growing it two programs back. Yes. So in two programs from now, we'll really see the work that we'll, we'll do now on this yep. program. Yep. The next one, maybe not. The next one, we might just get the same sort of incremental growth, maybe a bit more. Yeah. More work to do. But then the next one could be the one that actually grows a lot more. 
could double or whatever because of yeah the work that we've put in yeah yeah time now yeah, and that, that's what, so we had a guest speaker, Amber, and she runs a program, Biceps After Babies, and her program and the way that she does it is, is I saw Amber and I immediately aspired to be as successful as Amber. I'm like, that is what I want my program to be. Like, even though it's different, like there's, you know, there is real potential. So it was so great. She's actually in Jill's mastermind. So Jill's mentor is James Wedmore. And Amber is in James Wedmore's program as well. And so Amber talked to us about how she's seen these stepwise shifts in her business. But And one of the things that she mentioned, in, in addition to sharing the strategies that she used, I mean, she was super open about everything. That's what I really like about these events. Like no one's, everyone is really transparent. Like, because even though we're all in the same business, you don't have to be competitive with each other because actually there is so mm. much business out there. It's, yeah. it's not necessary to do that. And she was saying that that what they've noticed is that it takes people maybe one and a half programs to then do is exactly what you've just said to then purchase. So they need to be in her ecosystem for about the time it takes for about one and a half or two programs time. So for her, that's like, you know, nine months or something in the ecosystem yeah. or 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like that's like having a. So it's really hard to get that clear picture of what a customer's journey is from when they first are in contact with you to when they actually end up purchasing something like that. Yeah, and then the more the more active you can be in that journey, the clearer it will become, and the far you, know, you could actually speed that up. So we were yeah. talking about adding another like mini program or like. You know, Mondays Matter, chapter one, if you're considering it as like a book. Yeah. Where you take them through the chapter one for for free or for a lower price where they're not quite ready to jump into Mondays Matter eight weeks, which is probably pretty overwhelming for a lot of people. Like, oh, you know, to commit themselves to basically what is a massive change in their lifestyle for eight weeks. It may not be that clear on what that's going to mean for them. And I am sure that that is that, you know, if we get X number of people, there's probably double or triple that who would, who are just, who would want to do it, but aren't quite ready to commit themselves to something. Well, like and that. I think one of the, yeah. So one of the changes that they were talking about was, so right now, for example, with my sort of lead I do a webinar that essentially teaches people tools around weight loss one of them being the method that we use in Mondays Matter but it's very briefly mentioned so it's not even the webinar itself isn't really related necessarily to the mm. program all I'm really doing is showing people how much I know about weight loss and in this overwhelming way and it's a one-time thing so you know I got 1100 people sign up to my webinar last time and I had 200 people show up or maybe I think 190 I think and which is a fairly like it's quite a good rate actually but the, but it wasn't as specific as what it could have been and they only had that one point in time with which they saw me whereas when you nurture someone through like a week and you have three webinars you run it on like Facebook or something you run a bit of a challenge then they have they they see what it's like to be a little bit coached by you and to see a little bit of your method they see your energy and then even if they are a cold audience, they get this exposure to then potentially come into the program. And 
throughout that initial phase, you're addressing one of the biggest pain points, which you mentioned, Cam, is that I don't know that I can do this. And so that self-belief and self-efficacy and and what you sort of work on as a preamble into a program, which is like makes so much sense. But of course, because we're all new to this whole marketing type thing, whereas all I ever want to do is to tell everyone everything. So they have knowledge, you know, because I want not because I want them to see how smart I am, but so I can be as helpful as I can. But of course, the overwhelm isn't actually that helpful for most people. So it's almost, it's pulling back a lot is actually a better strategy. Yeah, yeah. And I was, what Shante mentioned in her Instagram live, who we were talking about before, is not to forget how how little most people know about the things that you're an expert. Yes. And so it's easier to, Jump over, jump over where they're where they're currently at, and go go a little bit too far too too early. Yeah, you're freezing. Oh, you're freezing up again. Let me. Sorry, I'll, just, I'll stop my video. See if that makes a difference. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, there you go. It's Look a little you. baby king. It's a little baby king. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So uh, this is when actually. I'll put this in the show notes too. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking yeah. about images. Yes. This is a we'll quick, uh, quick tangent because it's a cute story. A little baby kangaroo, picture of me with a little baby kangaroo. When Rob and I were in Cairns, we went over to watch Iron Man. That was quite a fun trip. Yeah. We went to this cafe and there was this lady there who works at this wildlife rescue place where they rescue little baby koalas and kangaroos and wallabies and stuff. And yeah. then they basically treat them like a baby. So she had it there at the cafe in a little, like as you as you would carry a baby around, and having coffee and stuff. So yeah, we we were allowed to hold it. And, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was neat. It was neat. She was a lovely lady looking after the little baby kangaroo. <laughs> what we were talking? What were we talking about? So we broke up a little bit. We to, yeah. So essentially, to, talking about a different strategy to to you was you were talking about what Shantae was saying that you forget how much you know actually like our we we almost feel compelled to share what we know not to show that we're an expert necessarily but actually because we think other people should know it all as well but actually like they really don't even know the basics so actually just meeting them where they're at and they're probably a lot further behind than what we think they are yeah 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 yeah. So overall, like the the meeting itself was really awesome, and I am very clear now on sort of different projects that I can work on in the lead up to my next one. But also with a with a clearer picture of how the year might look actually in terms of in terms of strategy. And I've not ever been a very strategic person in my business because I've never really needed to be. And so it's quite exciting to sort of take this next sort of play, take this next step in it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then we were just talking about how we actually have really only just scratched the surface in terms of like the levers we've been pulling with marketing side of things. Yeah. So there's way much, way more that we can do, you know, whether that's totally. spending time on different stuff or even spending money on stuff, you know, yeah, whatever that is. But you know, the tricky thing is that's all that's all experiments, you know, like you, yeah, you go and learn all this stuff, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work. In that yeah. exact way for you 
but the overarching principles and ideas and what you learn is what you then need to take to be able to apply those things more specifically to your situ situation. Totally. Yeah. And, and lastly, have been to a couple of very good places to have beer. Three, in yep. fact. The first one was Santa Monica Brewing Company. Very good beer there. They did serve it in small plastic glasses because it was very much a sort of a, more of a way type beer spot. That's okay. The beer was delish. The second one was called the Library Ale House, which was like a cross between, as the name would suggest, a library and a pub. And again, very good beer. I think you and I have both discussed how good the beer is here, the craft beer scene. And then finally, around at Stout, where we were earlier today, I say we, more me, before the internet sh shut down. Very good beer there as well. And I have a takeaway dinner from them to have this evening for my last evening here in Santa Monica. Oh, that's nice. So I'm a bit disappointed because my last time we were in LA, I was there for my coaching group intensive thing. Yes. So there's actually one that starts, it's on Tuesday, this Tuesday. Oh. But it's only it's only online, not in yeah. person. So, but I probably wouldn't have gone to the in-person one anyway, but I can't go to this one anyway because I've got my full day surfing with Kale Brock, which we were talking about earlier, but I probably, that won't go in the podcast. So let's, should we, I might just talk about my. Yes. Yeah. Update yeah, us yeah. On, on, on what your sketch is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've been trying to take it reasonably seriously. Like even though surfing as a 45-year-old man seems like more of like a, a midlife crisis than a serious <laughs> type of thing. But I'm like, oh, why can't I take it as seriously as everyone takes triathlon or something? Yeah. Why not? Like I feel, I feel more, actually, I actually feel way more serious about it than I ever did about doing triathlon because I think I just enjoy it a lot more. Awesome. And then if, if you're good at something, the better you get at it, the more yeah. enjoyable it is, especially something like surfing where it's it's actually a bit of, it's, until you get to a certain level, it's not that much fun at all. And then it just gets more and more fun anyway. So I started to referring to my surfing as training and practicing, yeah. which also makes me feel better about going surfing like on a Wednesday afternoon or something. But So you're practicing, we surf practicing on Friday and had a bit of a terrible surf but then you had another practice on Saturday and it went much better combination of like conditions confidence and actually and the yeah, the combination of those separate things plus how they work together so basically if, if you're not a great surfer you, you can you, you can easily knock your confidence because of the conditions like so Friday there was quite big waves so I got a so I sort of got dumped and held under the water a bit in my first wave so then it's like oh now I'm a little bit reluctant to go out to that same spot and try and catch another one so didn't yeah. go that well got some good ones in the end but then yesterday when I went it was much sort of similar conditions but there was more people out because it was the weekend yeah and I went and sat with a couple of guys who are much better than me so so one of the things about surfing is the ability to like know where to position yourself which waves to catch and stuff like that. So watching other people out there is like the best way to learn it. So when there's no one else out, I always end up in the wrong place or whatever. So so that was good. So then I got some really good waves. And then today I'm having a rest day. Because yeah. tomorrow, so fly to Melbourne in the morning tomorrow, and then I've got two sessions in the wave pool just to get myself 
used to the wave machine. So it's an in, a man-made wave machine. It's quite intimidating. You sort of like, you paddle out. It's got this giant machine that turns itself on and it sucks yeah. all the water out and sort of sucks you against the machine and there's like these grills to stop people getting sucked into the machine. So sort of sucks you against the machine and then it makes this roaring noise and then pushes this big lump of water out that then turns into the wave. So basically you hardly even see it coming and then it just comes up behind you and then you sort of need to paddle into it and then do your surfing thing. So on a couple of sessions to get used to that again so I don't so I don't waste the actual coaching sessions by not being able to get away properly. Awesome. So that's two hours and then four hours, so four one hour sessions on the Tuesday with Kale Brock as the coach, YouTube guy. Yeah. And then in between those sessions, we go over the video analysis of the previous session. And then he points out things that you should do differently or whatever, and then do the next session. So four hours and then two hours the next day, I've just booked as well, just mainly because I just thought, oh, well, I'm all the way over there, so I'm able to get as much sessions in as I can. But there will be eight hours of surfing and like 48 hours, oh, like less than 48 hours. So, oh, it's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. And it's quite, you do like a lot of surfing in the ocean, you do a lot of sitting around waiting. Yeah. But in this, and with the man made wave, there isn't a lot of waiting it's sort of like you paddle out and then there's another wave and then you paddle out and there's another wave so a lot less rest times for a year so just taking at least one day off did go for a short run yeah yeah nice but i guess nice uh, how's the body feeling cam it's not too bad cool yeah not too bad i got i've got uh, inflammation in my footstool and my left ankle Mm -hmm. but i'm hoping so as you suggested, I'm on a bit of a reset diet where I'm not staying away from foods that probably I shouldn't be eating anyway with my inflammation issues with my joints. Yeah, um, cool. So that'll be quite good. And then funny, funny, after the first day, I'm like, man, yeah. this is awesome. I'm feeling way better. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think I was physically. And, I, you know, I don't think it happens that quickly. But, you know, it's, it's when you shift your mindset. Totally. It's just like I had shifted my mindset to go, I'm just going to do this. And then just the the actual thing of doing that, I think I'd only had like two meals or something. (laughs) By by that point, it's like, you know, things don't happen that, things don't actually happen that quickly. And then I was like, oh, I feel way better. But then I was like, actually, no, if I think about my, how my foot feels and how my ankle feels, it's actually the same. But my mind is different. That's the start. That's always got to be the starting point. Absolutely. Um, Yep. And then, yeah, so there, so I won't be able to do the online event of our intensive on the Tuesday, but mm, I think it would have just been the same as the one that I'd done before. Yeah. Because I think it's for the more, you can keep going, but it's a one year program and I'm, I've been in for more than a year now. I must be slow yeah. in it. So this is more for the people who are just getting into it. Cool. But yeah, so that's me. And then um, back on Wednesday. Nice, Cam. Well, I look forward to hearing your update on how that all goes. Yeah, we good. And and then what's up for you when you get back? What's what's going on? You'll be running your Monday's Matter program, won't you? You'll be in you'll be yep. in the middle of it, like full on, full on. We start tomorrow, Monday, Monday, and on Waitangi Day, and then we in the next 
in the weekend, actually, though, we're off to Tarawera to because Baz is running the 100k. My leg is feeling better, which is my leg is progressing. It's it's been slow this week because I've had to do additional walking, I think, and sleep has been a little bit impaired over the last couple of nights, and I think that has really impacted on it. But it's still it's still feeling good, and my mind is actually feeling still feeling feeling fine about it, which is cool. So so then it'll just be in the trenches doing the thing. Getting my people mm, to get yeah. their transformations, which I love. So super happy yep. with that. Yep. And trend, the more people you transform, the more people will come in for the next transformations. That's just how exactly. stuff works. Yeah, totally. You know, it's yep. basically the evidence builds confidence and you have more of that social proof. Momentum so it's awesome, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was just listening to our last episode. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna do I'm gonna make that a thing where I, you know, it's quite hard to listen to yourself. Yes, I never and do. I was getting Give very up. annoyed with myself. Oh. One, from, from I was constantly sniffing into the microphone. Okay. Which I assume no one is listening to this episode because they got so annoyed with my <laughs> sniffing from the last episode. So this is a, this was probably a brand new audience. Brilliant. So I've been trying not to sniff. But then also I felt like I might have been interrupting you a bit as well. But, but anyway, that's, that's aside. But now I'm just... I, would have been, I didn't intend to say that, but what I did intend to say was yeah. that last week we talked about me potentially like looking at broadening the audience to the coaching platform, and then awesome. we also talked about, well, what am I going to do then? Yes. And then that we would use this podcast as an accountability thing. So yeah. I have created a landing page in like an opt-in form for potentially so really it's targeted at people who might be used like we talked about and I think I'll create a couple of these yeah for different problems but I'm not going to stop that from launching this one a problem that just to see if this problem exists around people who might be people such as yourself yeah trying to deliver like the programs like Mondays Matter yeah which is like schedule based where people need like some sort of thing to go through and figure out what they need to do today as part of the program and where are all the resources and stuff. And some, I have a theory that a lot of people are using course builders to try and deliver that type of program. So the landing page is themed around stop trying to, I can't remember the text, but anyway, something around stop trying to use your course builder to deliver like a coaching program. Yes. And then this, so then the system would be a cut-down version of what you're currently using with only the things that you need as opposed to all of the other stuff that's in the system at the moment to solve that problem of being able to deliver a, a group coaching or a even one-on-one coaching type program like that. Anyway, long story short, next step yes. will be, so for our next podcast, I would have launched a set of ads to targeted at different types of coaches, push them to that landing page to see whether that is actually a problem that might resonate with some people. Cool. And get them to opt into to, to that. Basically, it's just an email list saying, yeah. you know, we're building this thing and these are some problems that it will solve. Yeah. And then if there is, so that will be the next thing. So by the next thing I would have, I'll, so I'll probably be in the middle of running ads to that next time. And then the next step would be if there is, you know, if I feel like there is enough demand, would see if I can 
sit down and actually talk to some of the people who are who opt into it. Yeah, cool. Just talk to them about like what are they what are they currently using to run their programs and what are the yeah. problems that they're having. And it's good to it's really good to use you as an example of how we can assume what sort of stuff people need to actually deliver their programs. But it would be good. I'm sure people have different approaches or or you know we might be we might be trying to fit what you what you need into the current features as opposed to like starting a little bit further back. Yeah. People might have successful programs already. Yeah. But it's just really difficult to run it. Yeah. So yeah anyway. So that's my that's that's just my thing for accountability for next, for next week. Awesome Cam. Well yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes and how your surf trip goes. Good busy week. Yeah it will be a busy week. Yeah, so be amazing. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm yep. a little bit nervous about just losing three days to yep. to surfing, but I'm sure I'll be able to put in a bit of work. I will I think I will try and make a try and make a plan. Yeah. Which we all know I don't like doing. So I'll sit down <laughs> tonight and go, okay, so you know, I'll do this at the airport before the flight and then Cool. When I arrive. Uh, the good thing is I booked the hotel across the road from the surf. Oh, easy place. So yeah. I won't have any. Do you know when you you end up you're like I need to do this and do that, and then if you don't know the logistics of a new area, and then yeah. you end up like oh, it takes you one or two days to figure out how to get around and get, and then you blow blow a couple of hours just trying to get from here to there or whatever. Totally. Um, so I shouldn't I shouldn't have that issue. That shouldn't taken care of. Cool. All right, so you're off to bed now, eh? Pretty so, much. Like, I've got to have dinner. It's like 10 to 8, and then I've got to catch up with my Monday's crew because they start tomorrow, New Zealand time, and I could just yeah, see there's a bunch of questions. So I'll jump on and do that. And then we will catch up, Cam, in our, well, in, after your surf course. And we'll we will, yep. chat about that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Amazing. All right, we have a good right. night. Yeah, Thank I'll you. You too. Soon. Awesome, right. Cam. See ya. All right. All right. See ya, bye.